We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is another episode of Mavs Party. Dallas Mavericks just defeated the Chicago Bulls 115-104. Does that sound right? Yeah, that was pretty awesome what it was. Um, it was 114-105. Excuse me. That's score backwards. That kind of tired. Uh, Josh Bo and I just recorded a few minutes ago. This is now our live show. If you're at all interested in hanging out up here on stage with me, go ahead and click the link to the stream yard uh, in the YouTube comments there. If you are listening on the podcast the next day and you want to hang out, you really should. You should come follow the Pod Maverick YouTube page and get notified whenever we go live. we got two folks already waiting to come up here and chat. Anybody else that wants to hang out, I really do recommend uh, coming to talking a little basketball and or Rangers if you are a excited World Series fan. Coming up first, we got David. David, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, doing good, Kirk. Uh, I've been gone pretty much the entire summer while we were waiting for the new season. So it's for the best. It's a mental health break from basketball, but now we're having fun. It it is a lot of fun. So um, uh, just got back from my first uh, live game. So I was oh, there at the Plaza. So that's outstanding. You went to the game. What's yeah. wow? Okay, was I down was just nuts. I was a little worried. I thought it was me last year after the, the Western Conference uh, finals the year before. So I thought, you know, I was like, this is my litmus test. And they closed it out perfectly. It was it was a beautiful game. And then, of course, the Rangers that we, we stuck around in Victory Square to, to watch the Rangers win the World Series. So that was uh, the vibes are immaculate. Pretty great. Um, but yeah, I just I, I wanted to say a few things. I didn't catch uh, the show with you and Josh uh, before because I was uh, making my way back home. But sure, let's hear it say that uh so my notes from tonight so just in case people are, are not sure where he stands i am fully on board luca is in the best shape since his rookie season Ooh, good take i i am i i expound on this because this was not luca's finest game 
No, he didn't. He didn't play particularly well tonight. He didn't see a lot of the traps and doubles particularly well. I mean, there were times where he was like four guys were on him and he was trying to fight through because he was getting pissy and wanted a foul call. But uh, he definitely is uh, more lith. He's he's wiry, you know, like he's he's got he's got the that body and frame that he had maybe his first two seasons, definitely not last season. So, you know, whatever cardio and weight like training that he's been doing, I think is working. I, I noticed it in the first few games, obviously they like they started on the road. He's getting into his sets quicker. He's, uh, he's mm-hmm. a little more active on defense. Um, I know it's kind of been talked about in the community, but uh, like definitely being there in person and seeing, I was like, oh yeah, his body looks different than it did six months ago. That's really interesting. That's good to hear. Cause I, I rarely made the games live just cause I do this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, uh, I was like, oh, okay. Like this is, this is cool. And then Grant Williams. And then I don't know where Derek Jones Jr. Came. I mean, I know really where he came from. He was from, a ball. But... And before that he was with the heat. I know like his, his slam putting uh, nuts on Zach Levine's back was just like, that was, that was, and then the flex afterwards, like that, that was uh, tremendous. And Levine, it was, yeah. it's, I, I hate to interrupt you. Levine no, is a ahead. guy that I, as I understand it, because he's with the Wolves, he came to the Bulls. Levine is a guy that, as I understand it, can, people, is his, apparently greats on teammates a little bit. And so if he was teammates with Derek Jones, I wonder if he liked dunking over his buddy. But that's really something. That, that was that was quite the dunk. Go ahead, though. Oh, yeah. No, it, like, you could tell, like, he, that was a moment for him, like, for sure. Like, I'm sure they, they caught it on camera, too. But, like, in, in, like, everybody rose their feet on that dunk. Like, it was next level. And I just want to say, like, the, the thing that's – I'm going to hot take, like, Zach Levine's an overrated little bitch. Um, <laughs> he doesn't do uh, – he, he doesn't do anything more than try and get – but he's like a poor man's Devin, uh, um, uh, Devin Booker. Like, well, he doesn't do anything else, but he's a, he's a bucket. When he, he when he missed his first shot because he started out five from five from three, he missed his first shot and it was like, oh, okay, he's human. We can go in now. Yeah, because he was like, really keeping him in it. But like he doesn't he doesn't really play great defense. Um, no. he he doesn't set screens for his teammates, and you know you don't expect the superstars to do that all the time. But like on the flip side, he's not really orchestrating the offense. You know, he plays a lot like Clay Thompson or somebody, but he's not doing the extra effort things that. I would expect a guy of his caliber to do. So it, it's interesting. I'm not sure if it's because he's unhappy there or what, but like I even had to go back and look at his stat lines the last few years. And it's like, he's barely uh, five and five in the other areas. And for a guy that plays nearly 40 minutes a game and has the ball in his hands as much as he does, he would think that he would probably have, I mean, take six, maybe seven assists a game, maybe six rebounds. I don't know. Just, I was kind of surprised. I was like, and tonight I was, I kept thinking like, when's he going to like put a stamp on the game? And I felt like Alex Caruso, you know, everyone's favorite jerk from the, uh, the local Y did more to put the stamp on the game. emotionally. Yeah. He's Car- Caruso kind of helped. He made some clutch plays. He really helped keep the bulls in this one. These are, these he's, are a, great. He's, he's, he reminds me of like old, uh, old school, like Eddie Nahara. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. give a crap about how talentless he is. He is going to fight like every day. Love, love me some Caruso. Um, um Oh yeah, the the other uh, the other things from the in person, uh, Stephen Jackson, Matt Bar- Matty Barnes were there. Um, 
and uh, Matrix was in in the house tonight, so that was really cool to see him. Did you did you see what what did you see? So so um, the first two guys you mentioned, um, Stephen Jackson and Barnes, they they did a a show. They recorded a show with Dirk Nowitzki today. Oh, I need to go check that out. That it's I was not like, up yet. They posted okay. it, and I lost my mind at like four o'clock. And I I'm glad you brought this up because I completely forgot about this. We'll talk about it when it comes out. But talk about a guy who is in Dirk who is so satisfied with his career that he's willing to have a sit-down conversation with two people who were his professional enemies and <laughs> sent him to his worst place. I mean, yeah. that's a guy, like, like we should, like, we need to send Dirk on, like, a peace mission because he's just, like, he's so accepting of everything. It's amazing. Uh, he, yeah, that's, I, I did not realize because I, I remember thinking, why the hell are two Mavericks murderers sitting courtside for this Stephen game? Stephen Jackson looks game horrendously old, too. I ran yeah. into him in Vegas and was like, that man has, has he has lived. <laughs> that's what I'll say. All right, man. Well, man. What else you got uh, for us? Anything else? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say um, uh, the Hardy Party. Um, I'm all about it. And uh, he... Like I, I just get the sense that he's going to be growing even more this year. He he pulled back at times. He showed poise when, um, and some of our other new new team members uh, like Exum and some of these guys. I, I appreciate the hustle factor. Like you know, they they try, they work hard on their plays, and they they've got length and athleticism, which we desperately needed. But uh, I really I'm I'm seeing the growth there. So I'm just I'm curious if they're going to try and flip Tim Hardaway Jr. maybe at some point. And I, I just, I'm, I'm really wondering what they're going to do. Cause like they either have to extend. I don't know if that's even, I, I don't know it's situation with Hardy. Like they Hardy's only in the second year and he signed one of those really, he signed a great deal for the Mavericks. So he's, he's, he's doing awesome. Well, he's going to make his bag. Is this his last year on the contract? No, no. He's in year two of, Instead of four, did he sign a four year? They they did something with he was the only uh the reason JaVel McGee didn't get the full, full mid-level exception last year is they gave a little bit of that money to Hardy. Um okay. so it's they they have him at least I'll go look this up. I should I should just know this. I, I for some reason I thought he was out after this year. Like I thought he was about to be a free like he was gonna Let's hit see here. Three year, so three year deal. So he okay. gets uh, one more after this. Good, because he's I, I really I'm excited to watch him kind of like I was excited to watch Josh Green last year. And I, I the growth has, has been there. I think, you know, he's never going to be a Desmond Bain. But yeah, man, and all, all is all uh, this is this is a great look. I'm just I'm excited about this team. They know how to play together and to win against a talented team, even though the Bulls can't seem to put it together all the time. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of talent and uh, they played really physical tonight. They were oh, yeah. beating yeah. the shit out of them. Um, and the Mavericks held in. They closed it, which they couldn't do last year. If they can just get the free throws down, I mean, this team, this team could be uniquely special in the way that they surprise the rest of the league after how terrible last year was. So, sure. uh, yeah, I'm just excited, and uh, and we didn't even have our second best player. Like, I can't wait to see a fully healthy roster with, with Kyrie being able to kind of take the load uh, for some of those. Cause like there was, a, it would have got a little choppy in the end of the third with our bench, but yeah. uh, if Kyrie's in there to kind of like level that plan, like level it out. Great. And then I just, Tim Hardaway, also Tim Hardaway Jr.'s body looks different too. He looks more cut this year. I don't know if it's cause he thought he was going to get traded or moved around, but he also just looks in better shape than he did last year. 
Well, I appreciate you kicking us uh, kicking us off. This is going to be a good show. Thanks, David. Yeah, good uh, good to uh, be back, and thank you, Kirk, for uh, keeping right. us going. We'll talk soon. Okay, we got a lot of people waiting. This is good. Um, Defear. I'm going to bring Defear up here. Hopefully, I'm saying the name. What's going on tonight? How are you? Hey, Kirk. How are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for joining the show. Yeah, thank you. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. That's We need more. I mean, I, I love talking to the same people every night. It's like talking to my friends, but it's always great to bring new people on. What's going on? Yeah. Hey, I just want to give some credit to Jason Kidd for his substitutions, man. They've been on point. I mean, the last uh, the last five minutes, clutch minutes, I think he's made all the right moves. Like today, keeping Hardy instead of Hardaway. I mean, you could have you could have just that was nuts. Hardaway. That felt yeah. nuts, and it worked. Yeah, I know, I know. And last game, I mean, he took lively uh, out and put uh, a Kleba, and it made a lot of sense. I just think. I, I think that's the only difference. I mean, we've been playing clutch games the all all season when when we made the trade, but we couldn't win any of them. But this year, I feel like Jason Kidd has been prepared for it. Well, the offense, like the I wrote about this last year, they get into a clutch time game, and it was very quickly: is it going to be Lucas scoring or is it going to be Kyrie scoring? You go yeah. through that that play by play tonight. There is a Grant Williams three. Actually, Grant Williams free throws, Grant Williams three, uh, Luka Doncic layup, Jaden Hardy three, Josh Green three. I mean, it was that many guys. I bet I would have to look for 30 or 40 games to see that many guys actually scoring for the Mavericks in crunch time. That never happens. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they've been clutch. I mean, it's just a different – I mean, that's the only difference in my mind. I mean, we've been within four or five points – Every single game last year, and we just couldn't close this year. We're killing everybody. Hopefully, it stays stays that the way. The defense has been good too. I mean, it, it they they really that's. I don't know if this was a good defensive game because the Bulls were so disjointed because they're kind of weird. But I liked what I saw from the effort wise. Like, there's all sorts of hands on balls tonight. Uh, phrasing, I need to think about that. Um, there was lively had his hand in passing lanes there was a great who was it it was um exum had a basically jumped a post play or and and stole the ball there was all sorts of little stuff going on for the mavericks that i was really really impressed by they had seven steals that was good stuff yeah yeah great way to close the games but i think jason kid some get some credit i know you're not a big fan i mean but they're doing you got to give it when it's due because they're doing something different it's in their and they won Right, totally. This, this Regarian asks in the chat, "What is Kirk wearing?" I'm wearing a four year old nice Nike Thermaflex uh, hoodie. I live in my my Mavs hoodies during the regular season. It's a it's a pro. <laughs> I'm not a basketball player anymore, uh, but I still will wear the hoodie all the time. Ah, uh, well, thank you so much for joining. You got anything right. else? Yeah, that's it. Thanks. All Kirk. right, please come thank back. You. Thanks so much for hanging out. Will do. All right. Let's uh, see here. We're going to do something real quick. Then we're going to go on to our next guest. If you could, uh, we don't have as many folks in here tonight. You know what? It's it's almost midnight. That's just fine. But if you could go down and consider liking that stream, I would very much appreciate it. Uh, we do these shows as frequently as we can. I like hanging out with Mavs fans and talking ball with as many folks as possible. While you're down there liking the stream, if you haven't subscribed to Pod Maverickette, you should do so because that would be helpful to me. And uh, I would like to grow the show as quickly and steadily as possible with people who like talking basketball with their friends. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, now we have a returning guest, though I haven't seen him in a couple of weeks. Um, Pranjal, how are you doing tonight? Hey, how are you, Kirk? I um, am in a good mood. Really? Yeah, so am I. I'm, uh, I don't know if I'll be able to sleep tonight after watching the game. Shout out to the Rangers, but like baseball, I, I recently got into baseball like the last two years. Like I wasn't a baseball fan, so what a good time for me, I guess, to get in. But like final inning baseball, we were only up 3 0 before we hit a two homer at in the ninth, but final inning baseball is the most terrifying thing. It's in terrifying. Sports. It's, yeah. it's awful. I, I don't you know. Feel how much heart, I can watch it. You feel your heart. You feel your heart here. It's an <laughs> awful sensation. Then it's, that's why we watch sports is to feel that nuts. Like I, I think in basketball, it's easier because there's a clock. So you just, you're kind of mm-hmm. keeping an eye on the clock in baseball. It's just anticipation. You cannot do anything about it. It's awful. Um, but no, the, I, I wrote a couple things down just cause I want like, uh, I wanted to be in the, chat a couple days ago but i it was like super late so i couldn't be there but a couple things i wrote down so first of all we talked the you and uh, josh talked about it in the podcast version but thd is like tim hardaway jr is so frustrating but he's also like our only confident shooter besides maybe Jaden hardy who'll just like pull up he doesn't hesitate like that's one thing that like we I like Maxi, but like it feels like if he doesn't get his steps correct, if he doesn't have his arms perfect, he's not gonna shoot. He's gonna pass it off, and it's so frustrating to watch. So like even though Tim Hardaway is so difficult to watch sometimes, he's our most confident guy. So I, I kind of have to appreciate him for that. Um, and then the other thing is, I, I I don't like Jason Kidd a lot. I feel like a lot of things he does is like just weird or just I don't know off putting. But I, I have to give it to him. Him trusting the young guys, I actually appreciate that a lot now. Because today, it was basically the young guys pulling it out. It was it was hardy. It was lively. Um, like, And then also, like because he lets the young guys play, I feel like they gain more confidence and they're able to grow quicker. Um, like, so I was – because 
I don't know if he, Rick Carlisle would have done that. Like today, if Rick Carlisle was coaching, I don't know if he would have put the young guys in the game. Um, I was I went to the box score today of the Indiana blowout because I wanted to see like, okay, they were down by 50 at this point. Do you let your rookies play? And no, Rick Carlisle only let his rookies play 15 minutes in a 50-point blowout. To me, that's absurd. If you're down 50, you let your rookies play. You let them gain experience. I don't know why that is. but So shout out to um, shout out to a Kid for that. And then the final thing is it seems like um, Kleba is getting really hurt. I feel like do we either send Omax to the G League or do we give him some run? Because I feel like we need to try to find a replacement for Maxi, who's a fantastic perimeter defender. And we have Omax here. He struggled a lot in preseason, so I, I know why. I mean, he can't be any worse than Maxi's been, though. Like we've we talked about it a little bit, but they've been winning, so you don't really want to kick a guy while he's down. Mm-hmm. But Maxi, man, he just it's it's making me sad. Like the guy, he had a terror. You know, he made the decision to leave the German national team mm-hmm. because of his beef with with Schroeder. And frankly, I understood why he left. And then they go in the World Cup. Yep, that hurts. Yep. And then he comes into this year, and this is after his tearing his hamstring. And then you could tell, like, he hurt his foot. That's not, like, an injury. That's – well, I mean, it's an injury. But, like, that's, like, a – that's not, like, something you just bounce back from in a day. Mm -hmm. So, I I feel for him, man. It sucks right now. So, yeah, overall, I I only got to – I only really watched the fourth quarter of this game because I was watching the baseball, and then I was, like, in the eighth inning, I was like, I can't watch baseball. I need to just put on the mask game to put my mind to somewhere else because it was only 1-0. But, yeah, this is overall – a. The Mavs are very interesting this year. I think this is the most like fun athletic team since maybe like the maybe rookie Dennis Smith Jr. Like uh, Derek Lively can go up and get it. Derek Jones Jr. can go up and get it. Uh, Josh Green will sometimes yam it. This, this has been a really fun Mavs team. So for, starting off uh, the year undefeated, and I'm I'm, a, I'm just excited to watch this team finally. I am too, man. Thanks so much for joining. I hope you come back. Yep. Have a good one. All right, you too. All right, coming up next, my man with his with his office background, Brian. What's going on, dude? My man, how's it going, Kurt? I'm in a good mood. I'm really tired, but like I'm in that kind of like just kind of coasting. This is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. We are uh, we're four and zero. I got I got some good news for you while you're here because you're a, you're a, you're a watcher of ball. Uh, okay. The Clippers just rallied all the way back to tie the game at one seventeen apiece against the Lakers. After being the, the Lakers were up ten, this is this is, and we're talking with like a minute and thirty seconds left. I was talking to my Lakers fans, friends. I was telling them, "Hey, I've seen this movie before. Y'all better enjoy it while these shots aren't falling." They said, "Oh, the, the shots just magically stopped falling. The defense had nothing to do with it." I said, "No, I'm pretty sure the defense is pretty good. I've seen Kawhi spend an entire quarter." hitting bullshit shots over good defense, it doesn't matter. Take advantage and knock these dudes out while the shots aren't falling because when it's, they start, you're going to come back to me grinding. I mean, Anthony Davis played 42 minutes so far. LeBron's at 37. They had to play Cam, the corpse of Cam Reddish for 32 minutes. Like, the, this Lakers team is – is you know, Grant, our, our guy – we'll get back to the Mavericks. Our guy, Christian Wood, is actually performing quite unbelievably well. He's playing well for them. Um, the fact that they figured out that he's actually a 6'11 small forward really helps him. Um, but anyway, I just needed to interrupt you to tell you that because I knew you would enjoy the Lakers and that this just like two teams I hate beating the shit out of each other is just ideal. Yeah, Bluffs and Lakers downfall, but we're not here to talk about teams that aren't undefeated. We're here to talk That's about correct. That we're not here to talk undefeated. about number one. We're here to talk about the number one seed. 
the number one seed in the Western Conference, the Dallas Mavericks. Speaking of the number one seed in the Western Conference, the Dallas Mavericks, if I can talk directly for just a moment to all you national media motherfuckers, I saw you. I saw you and I heard you. You bitch-made motherfucker. I spent the whole summer listening to y'all. Oh, the Mavericks are going to do this. Oh, the Mavericks are going to be the 11 seed. Tim Bontemps, I heard you. Oh, they're going to miss the play-in again. What gives, man? You're mad. You're. Ma- I gives, like man? it. It's it. Look, man. They didn't. They didn't see the vision, and some of us didn't see the vision. I mean, I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad because what they said was total bullshit, and they knew it in the moment. Mm. Zach, Zach Lowe, I love you to death, but don't come back to me like in a month. Like, hey, Beck, you know who I like? But that Dallas was Mavericks. Don't. Don't, don't do that. Don't do it. I'll cut that podcast mm. off so fucking fast, Zach. Don't play with me. I I, I don't disagree. I like being quiet because here's what's going to happen, though. Here's what's going to happen. We're not going to we're not going to hear anything about them, even if they're number one. We're just not. They're not interesting. They don't know how to deal with the lively of it all. They don't. Even, they and I said this to Josh Bow. I think lively is have been better than Wemby. I don't fucking care if that's oh, yeah. a hot take. I think he's been better. Okay. I like Wemby. He's been fun. Yeah, Victor's been the second best center in this rookie club. Well, I mean, center. We know he's going to play center eventually. He doesn't play it right now. But he's been the second. No, I'm sorry. He's been the third best center in this rookie class right now because Chet and Derek Lively are both outplaying him currently. Yeah. uh, I'm having a guy. This is great. This is. And, you know, the the ability to be be in the background here uh, and being a good team that not a lot of people are paying attention to. You know, maybe we get swapped. Maybe we get whooped by Denver on Friday. Okay, that's not. That's in the. That's. I mean, just be quite candid. That's likely. Like the Nuggets are awesome, but if we win that game, we're gonna be really difficult to deal with. Like as people, like Mavs fans are gonna be really difficult to deal with. I hope if everybody we understands win that Denver game. I'm gonna come in here way drunker. Good. With way like more shit to talk. They. Yeah. They don't. They don't want to see us win that Denver game, man. They better pray to God that Kyrie don't get healthy because we've been winning all these games. I think, well, I think they held him back specifically because he's going to play in that game. I would hope so because we've been winning these games without our second best player, first stinker that our best player has had all season, and we won this game anyway because of defense, because of good ball movement. I, I'm partially upset because I have to say because Jason Kidd had his probably his best game as a coach for the Mavericks. Tonight, one of the, somewhere like in the top three of four or five performances he's had. Regular a, season stuff really, for really sure. They, he 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 said some good playoff performances. Well, oh, yeah, no, I was guys. putting it behind the playoff performances. Yeah. But yeah, no, regular season wise, he was really really good tonight. His rotations were timely. His decisions were pretty good. He wasn't waffling. He wasn't experimenting. He did exactly what the team needed in the moment, and he didn't let his feelings get in the way of, you know, pulling somebody when it's time to pull him. Or taking a risk, like letting J.D. Hart and Jaden Hardy sit out there after Tim had kept us in that game in the first three quarters through some boneheaded mistakes. But, you know, that's Tim. So he he shot the ball really, really well, and he didn't finish the game. And you got to have buy-in with a dude, especially a vet of Tim's age, to be like, we appreciate you, we appreciate you holding us down all game, but we need you to sit because I think this – you know, the second year guy is going to be able to come through for us. I need to go look. 
when the hell was his was Hardy's little stop start layup? When when was that? Was that like four minutes left? Three minutes left? So Something that's like what that? kept him in the game. I believe so. That was a where is it here? I'm scrolling through and I'm I'm yeah, it was five minutes, thirteen seconds left. There we go. The Bulls called a timeout after that make because that put the Mavericks up three. Mm-hmm. Kid's decision to stick with him then was huge because that, like, I am, I am not Hardy. Really frustrates me because I think we talk about him in an, in kind of an insane way. Um, that's okay. People should like the players that they like, but that move, that little, he doesn't have a lot of speed, and he tries to go by people sometimes using really weird moves that I'm not a fan of. But that's sort of like Hezzy in the middle of the lane where you can go all sorts of different directions was gorgeous. One of the best yeah. moves I've ever seen him make and probably the most meaningful moment. Um, and so kid going with him after that, that's a big confidence booster I, I, that for him. And I, I hope he's ready. Yeah. And you can see it in the way that he pulled that shot that pretty much sealed the game for us. Mm-hmm. Well, he hit the shot and then Josh hit the shot in the corner that actually happened to be the day, but yeah, no, I was just glad that kid had faith in them, left them out there, and let them finish the game. And it, it, it was what? It was uh, Luca, Hardy, Josh, Grant, Wiley? Something like that. It was weird. Yeah, was I the think that was the weirdest lineup like the, I've ever seen him throw out, and it worked. I was like, I didn't expect for him to finish with a lineup that small, but Jaden played his way onto the court in those final minutes, and it worked out. Speaking of, Lively was fucking awesome all mm. game. He, look, believe what you want. You can look at that box score and you can say that Vooch had 20 and 20 and he had a good game. Lively shut their fucking water off in the paint. I saw it with oh, yeah. two eyes. Zach Levine was scared to go in the paint. He'd dribble into the paint and find nothing to do down there and have to kick the ball out. DeMar DeRozan, if Lively was in the well, game, they couldn't, he they was couldn't taking keep those him. mini pull-ups. They could not keep him from going after, you know, and the Mavericks as an organization have shied away from all offensive rebounds outside of Dorian Finney-Smith for like four <laughs> years because the analytics will tell you it doesn't really, it can kind of kick your ass. But sending Lively as often as they have, because Lively's real fast, like he can turn around and get back on defense, has caused unbelievable amounts of chaos. Seven offensive rebounds is really like that was, and that's just for lively. That was the deciding thing. Like that's sort of the deciding statistic for me for that game. Seven offensive rebounds and pinpoint passes out of those offensive rebounds to find shooters almost mm-hmm. every single time. It's one. It was one of his defining traits coming out of college. One of the things that uh, guys like Rafael Barlow loved about him so much. Like yep. he'd get the offensive rebound. Sure, he was great at that. But he's also a really good and really smart passer and a very unselfish guy. So yep. he is getting the board and sometimes in college to a fault was looking for shooters as soon as he got the ball. And so that's how you end up getting the play where he gets the offensive board, where he's saving the ball going out of bounds, dings it right to Tim who hits a three. So it's big. It's big. Well, mm-hmm. thank you so much for hanging out. You got anything else? No, nah, man, I'm just happy we're undefeated. And a lot of these other motherfuckers ain't that's yep. all it is. That's exactly right. All right, man. We'll talk soon. Yes, sir. Peace. Krishna, you're up next. Welcome to the show. Kirk, how are you? I'm good, man. What's going on? Um, Another horrible, horrible night for me. Watching three games, and all three games went to the clutch. Sure. 
terrible. But you had fun. You had, you had fun being upset. I had fun. We won all three of them, which was great. Obviously, one of them. Winning World Series, nuts, Kirk. Nuts, Kirk. Mm. I, like, only... I won't go too long on the Rangers and stuff, but literally only two years before I watched like the first real sporting event I ever watched. It was, no one's going to know this. It's, it was the cricket world cup and uh, no one really cares about cricket here, but you know, that's not true, man. We got a professional cricket league starting out in Frisco. Okay. There's enough cricket folks in the area. I said, there's a kid on my son's baseball team who swings the bat. (laughs) Like he swings it. Like he's doing the, I don't know what you call a cricket swing, but it's it's a bat. It's, it's, still it's an incredible thing where I'm just like, yeah, I've, I told the guys, Dad, I was like, you need to send that boy to play cricket because he swings the ball. He's it's, it's anyway, cricket's a fun it's a sport. Crazy, to watch. When it's when it's like in the final things, like it's clutch time, it's fun, but it is it is very long. It's like it's like twice as long as baseball time, which is <laughs> an insane thing to think about. But like, and I'm like, how is this the most popular sport in India? But I'm like, you know what? I don't care. It, the thing is, India, they were essentially like the Cowboys. They had won one championship and like they've lived off of that for years. So then that being the first sporting event I ever watched, that final was an insane thing. So then the first American sports event I watched was the 2010 and 11 Rangers World Series. That's and a pain. Having those, mm. having to watch those back to back as a 10 and 11 year old were like horrible. So this was. Great night, great night. Um, other than that, the Mavs game, wow, Kirk. I, I it's been posted so many times, but the fact this was not a game that would have happened last year. No, this was not a game that would have ever happened last year. I mean, I think about, um, you know, someone's like, someone was saying, you know, has this ever happened before, like even last year? And I said, we barely beat the Spurs without Luca last year. Um, so I, I could not imagine us doing this with Luca in the game and having a game like this. So it, I think a lot of it is a testament to, you know, I'll give Jason Kidd credit. You know, he did coach a pretty good game. I think some of it was, you know, Maxi being out, unfortunately, is I think forced his hand a little bit. But it's been mentioned so many times up to this point, going with the hot hand in, in Jaden Hardy was seemingly the smart move and, and it paid dividends. But then also just trusting these guys, right? Now you have players under 25 who are playing in the clutch for you. Like last year we had one of the oldest lineups who would have been playing in the clutch with uh, Luca Kyrie, obviously not Luca, but then you had Kyrie. Well, you wouldn't have had Dorian, but you would have had Reggie and you would have had Maxi and then Powell. Like that's a pretty old lineup in comparison. So I think that kind of change to just youth is a, is a massive positive for this team. And, it is four and zero, and and I think it's just so funny, right? Everyone is talking about like what the national media says, and I think I was just super excited because I I remember there was two kinds of things talking about. It's like, oh, the Mavs, like, oh, why did they, you know, tank two games? And it's like it's two games overreaction. But then the, also everyone was talking about getting another center, getting a starting center, and I understood the sentiment, and you know, obviously then the whole fiasco in the summer with, oh, they didn't want to trade, you know, Tim or like something else. I forget what it was very specifically that it was like, we did not want this to get the Aiden package, right? Or whatever. And it's felt, it's felt really affirming that no one has ever like questioned or thought about, we need to go get another center, whether it's Capella or Aiden, because Lively has, I don't want to say he's shut it down, but he's been so positive in these four games, even 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 the last game like yeah he had fouls but you can see the impact he's having and how his game has translated to the pro level and one of the things that i felt was really weird i don't remember where i saw this stat 
but of all and all college centers last year, he was like the only college center to have a positive assist to turnover ratio, which is like an insane thing to have as a center. Sure. And it was not even like one. I think it was like almost like one and a half or something, which is like he's at least making a few assists and he's not turning the ball over, which is like an insanely rare thing for any athlete to do, much less a 19-year-old or an 18-year-old at that point in, in college. And so overall, it's just a lot of positives to take from this. This was easily a game we would have lost last year, a game where we would have been blown out. You know, I, I can't think of remember or when, but I'm sure there was a game where Luca was just not on it. And the team could not get him through these moments because you just didn't have guys who were ready to. And the thing that was so positive is guys still had great looks, right? Because they were doubling Luca and they played great. And like you tweeted, they played really great defense on Luca. Like that's credit to Chicago, right? They did play great defense on him. But the one thing with Luca is, and what's always talked about, oh, you know, you have to pick your poison. You know, it's either Luca is going to kill you or you let the other guys kill you. And for once in this Mavs franchise, the other guys killed you. The other guys were the ones who made you pay. I mean, Grant having what, 23 points, uh, whether 28 points was the leading scorer tonight. Like, who would have thought that? And, you know, a lot of the concerns about Grant Williams, which I completely understood, I don't think they were unwarranted, but he, he just didn't play a lot in Boston. Yeah. Like, that's so easy to forget. He had so many DNPs. And, you know, one of the reasons, you know, Boston fans were, you know, I, I think rightly mad at him was he then came into a playoff series where he was just not playing consistently. He didn't have the rhythm to be able to start these games and play in the big bowl. And it's not that I don't think he couldn't have done it i mean we saw it in that game seven against milwaukee two years ago he can do it he just needs every player needs to have some consistency right this is not like baseball where you just come in and you close the ninth and you pitch one inning you need to have some kind of rhythm and so i think it's been positive that guys are clicking and yes the defense is not great i think the, the chicago team has not been great either but i think this was a game where it feel, felt like everything is going against you the calls are going against you Luca's not having a good game. You're at home again. It felt like, you know, this is a game where the crowd kind of like goes out of it almost. And for them to win this game, I think is really positive. And, and I'm with you, right? I get the Hardy stuff. I think I've been a little bit more positive. And like, it's shocking. The Mavs have drafted two good players in the, in the draft these past two years, which is something I don't think any of us would have said after, you know, until what, 98 till 2018, we drafted maybe one good player in that time and Josh Howard. So the fact that in these two years we've drafted players who are not just serviceable, but can be contributing players is, is pretty stunning. I mean, I don't know if you have anything else to add. But, uh. I don't. That was quite the, quite the sports <laughs> talk segment. I'm very proud of you. That was good stuff. Well, it's good. It's good. I'm just happy. I hope everyone else has also a great night. I mean, obviously we don't know how it's going to be. I think Denver is going to try to punch us in the mouth on Friday. I mean, they're, oh, yeah. they're they still an elite team. At, too. They're, they're, they're not an elite, be happy. They're an elite team at home, but I have a little bit of confidence just because, you know, it's good that, you know, it seems like it was good that Kyrie, you know, you get two wins without him. Maybe he comes back on Friday, but I also think, this team is surprisingly have a good record at Denver, which is like, who knows? Yeah. Maybe this is a season where like, it's one, maybe it's one of those things like how we always lose to the Knicks when we're good. Yeah. And the Knicks lost to us last year. We were bad. Like maybe it's one of those things we have to not be as good as Denver and then we lose there. But otherwise, you know, everyone enjoy their night and take care. All right, man. Thanks so much. Talk soon. Thanks, Kirk. All right. We got my buddy Ruben. He's waiting there. I can see him. We're going to see if he turns on the camera and joins us again. 
Too much, too Mavs. How are we doing this evening? I'm doing all right, man. The Rangers are world champions. What? You feel good about that? Man, I think you may have been living in D.C. when the last time, well, maybe the last I was, and I live with the Cardinals, and I, I live with slash am married to a Cardinals oh, fan. So, so 2011 you... was a nice put. So I, I'm not really much of a baseball guy, so I can't I can't fake claiming a team. Me me neither, but I'm I'm a, a, a Rangers fan. That's it. You lived here longer than me. So yeah. you, have, you, you have more than the cachet to do that. So, yeah, man, I was like hesitant to hop on the the chat tonight. I'm a little under the weather. My allergies, or I've got a cold or something. My nose has been running all freaking day. But uh, I had to hop on um, just to say, like, the Mavs are four and zero, and they said a stat. I don't know how long it's been since we've been four and zero. Um, it was pretty special. Um, I saw it took me a while to get the game on because of Bally Sports. Oh my god! Yeah, Josh um, talked about it. Josh missed most Jesus. of the game because of that. Bro, I it is just a it's a pain even trying to log in and it. Sometimes you're logged in even when you you know you've been logged in the, the last the day before and they ask you to log in again, and then it's just like it'll put tell you to put in the code like it's your first time using the app. But if you have any power. Get Bally Sports off the maps games, <laughs> but uh, besides that, um, um, it was a good night for Dallas Sports. Period. I, I don't really watch hockey like that, but um, the spots that I did see of the Mavs game, um, and I'm probably repeating uh, what, what has been said already. Um, but Derek Jones Jr. is like, um, you know, I I guess I see why he's starting, but I see how hungry he is. He, like his energy is almost Josh. Like and Josh, I, was, I think it's more because Josh, like Josh, is kind of like always scared he's going to get pulled. Jones has been in the league long enough to where he just kind of plays like a madman. Yeah, I, I noticed that. But Josh was a plus fourteen. He's he like you know we the biggest thing about him it's it's loud when you see him don't make shots. But he made, a, you know, a couple clutch shots tonight, but his energy all over the floor and him starting tonight maybe had a big uh, part of him having that plus 14 tonight, which is super huge. Like, you know, we're usually looking at the end of the game and he's like a, a negative sometime, but he hits clutch shots, though, still. But he his energy is going in the wrong direction. Um, but Derek Lively is a breath of fresh air. Um, I love uh, Isaac uh Isaac Harris to death but rebounds do matter uh you know shout out to locked on Mavs he's a is a running joke of you know we won the game without winning the rebound no it's easier to win the game when you win your the rebound battle and especially and you don't gotta win by a lot but the Mavs were getting waxed by like 10 to 12 boards every game every game and you just yeah. mentioned he got it on the offensive end too mm -hmm. and that pass to um uh Hardaway was it's you know we've been missing that um and it's a key part of why we are 4-0 um yep. and something I couldn't have said maybe the past two years maybe since Lucas been on the team when Lucas having a bad game we have players that can do more than just miss a three or try to make a three. Um, they can, you know, uh, dish out to other players or go to the basket themselves. And Grant Williams and uh, Derrick Jones Jr. has uh, been doing that all season, I feel like. 
um, and and Hardy. You know, I, I'm I'm proud of the game he had. Um, he he didn't mess up too much. Um, he contributed to some clutch baskets that that uh, that play you were just talking about and that clutch three he had. Um, Loved it. it. It just can't be uh, explained uh, enough. But I'm I'm so happy of where this team is. And if we beat the Nuggets, oh my God, the one I think I put it in the chat. The 180, the the talking heads on the media, uh, like ESPN and stuff, all the other you know out you know podcasts, uh, sure. nationwide podcasts. They have been talking nothing but down on the Mavs this entire all season. And even when they do bring up the 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 Mavs, oh, why do we have to talk about them? They're, they're just gonna be blah blah blah. We are four and zero, and you just reminded me we are the number one seed uh, in the West right now. Um, but if we beat the Nuggets, that is a what do you call it? A um, is it a benchmark game or absolutely? I mean, we're going to be impossible to deal with, like, in just in terms of of talking to anybody that's a, a Mavericks, not a Mavericks fan. Like, if you beat the Denver Nuggets, start the season five and oh, whoo, that that'll be incredible. But I just wanted to hop on. Um, I'm going to go take some uh, some uh, night quill real quick. Um, but uh, go Rangers, man, that that feels incredible. But go Mavs as well, four and oh, baby. Go Mavs. Have a good night. Thanks so much. Yeah, you feel better. Talk soon. Thank you. All right, guys. This has been fun. Also, it's 42 minutes moving in and out. I think we talked to eight or nine people tonight. You know, anybody that's listening on a podcast the next day, we want to hear your takes in here. I like talking basketball with anybody that wants to talk a little basketball. Um, This has been Kirk Henderson over at Mavs Moneyball. This has been Pod Mavericks presents Mavs Party. Everybody enjoy the rest of your week, and uh, we'll talk soon. Go Mavs.